Being a leader means that people follow you, they trust you, and they listen to you. Being a leader is about having influence, but you can only be a leader if the people who are following you are trusting you, listening to you, because they know you care about them, you know what's best for them. It's actually the opposite of telling someone what to do. It's about empowerment, it's about influence, and we're going to look at leadership today. Welcome to the Sunday Arrival Podcast. So what makes a good leader? We are living in times of challenge, times for some people of crisis, and leaders are the people who keep us going, keep our hearts filled with hope, keep our vision on the future. Uh, Leaders paint a picture of where we'll be one day, and, and they get us through. Winston Churchill used to say, and he was a fantastic leader, when you're going through hell, just keep going. And, uh, and leadership is such an important thing in any project, in any movement, in any community or group, in anything you're trying to get done, you will be a leader. Now, you may not have a, a, a direct team that you're managing and, and instructing, but there will be people around you in your sphere of influence who will be looking to you for leadership. And you will certainly have to exert leadership over other people to get done something that matters and that's going to add value to others and the lives of others. I've thought a lot about leadership over the years. It's something I think is really important, something which I think we all have to be um, students of every day. We need to be lifelong learners and daily learners. They say that leaders are readers. And that doesn't mean by reading it makes you a great leader, but certainly I don't know of a single leader who I respect and who I Um, can see has huge leadership skill who isn't also an avid learner and reader and so I want to just unpack for you some of the things some of the quotes some of the ideas that I've picked up uh, over the years and some of the things I've seen in the leaders who really inspire me and who I have wanted to follow and have followed uh, through some exciting times and adventures Um, The first thing to say is that um, leadership isn't just about telling someone what to do. Leadership is about getting the best out of the people around you. These days, leadership has to be about um, people trusting you and people wanting to willingly opt in to where it is you're going and what it is you're doing. Um, So there are four um, important words that I think help to sum up what makes a strong leader and they make up the word echo so think of it like this if you want your life to echo if you want your actions to echo into the the world of others and out into the the community or out into the the global community these are some things you can do i thought i'd just start with a few uh, quotes to get us going and then we'll get into those those echo words so here's a few of my favorite leadership quotes how about this leadership is the ability to hide your panic from others that may well be true. Um, here's another one. Lead from the back and let others believe they are in front. It's Nelson Mandela. This is one from one of my favourite um, leaders and consultants in leadership, uh, Reverend Celia Apieje Collins. And she says, leaders model and then followers mimic. So you're actually, you're not just saying you're doing and modelling. Others can look at your life and follow it and 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 probably the greatest guru and the greatest leadership expert in the world i would suggest is is john maxwell 
Uh, and he says a lot of things about leadership. He says everything rises and falls on leadership. He says leadership is about influence. And I had a great talk the other day that he did where he said, measure your success on how much value you add to other people. He, he said that basically if you're a leader, uh, then you should always be adding value. And that is what this podcast is about, really. It's not just about a selfish someday dream. It's about um, finding within you the capacity and the skills and the talents and the ideas and um, the onus within you to go out and make an impact that's going to benefit others and especially those who are less fortunate and those who have less access to the resources and the learning and um, the, the sources of inspiration that you do even. So here we go. So what are the four words that make up the leadership paradigm echo? So the first word is, if you want to lead individuals, if you want to lead others, you have to be able to be an encourager. You have to encourage. And that's about being specific. And it's about not criticizing. Um, Dale Carnegie uh, says that you shouldn't ever criticize anyone. You should lavish, lavish sincere praise. So why is um, encouragement important? Well, because ultimately, as human beings, the well that we draw on um, uh, can get quite shallow quite quickly if we are involved in a, in a difficult project, a difficult time. And what we need is leaders to give us hope, to give us encouragement, to point out our qualities, to point out our strengths as, as team members, as followers, but also to be encouraging about a picture of the future, to, be, to paint a picture that we can almost see in our minds of that it's going to be okay and this is where we're going or that you know it's good now but it's going to be even better in future think about something like the civil rights movement and uh, um, and reverend dr martin luther king jr as he painted a picture i've been to the mountaintop i've seen i have a dream that one day you know lots of people have tried to emulate that i have a dream type language but the idea is that he he had a dream that one day um, white and black would hold hands they they play together that um, the sweltering injustice would be lifted he was he was able to use words and oratory to really evoke um, a picture of the future that, that the others could then vividly see and grasp for and campaign for that then then we can't also be someone who criticizes um i love um what uh, richard branson's mum said to him that you you never look good trying to make someone else look bad i think that's true isn't it we sometimes we we allow ourselves to criticize others and we don't realize that it actually says more about us it says you know if we are criticizing someone else then other people around us won't trust us and so look look for people who you can trust who can do that but also call out the genius and the greatness in people uh, and people will follow you because they they want to be valued in that way, to be noticed in that way. Uh, another John Maxwell quote is what you appreciate appreciates. Think about it in terms of kind of a, a fund or a share or an antique that appreciates in value. And the more you appreciate someone or, or your team, the more they will appreciate, the more they will have to offer, the more value they will add to the project that you're working on. Uh, and he adds this to it. The more you complain, the less you obtain. 
very seldom will complaining and moaning get you what it is you're wanting. And I'll finish on this little encouraged section by saying this. People rarely remember what a leader said, but they never forget how that leader made them feel. People grow into your expectations of them. You know, assume the best of people. Speak the best of people. Have high expectations for people and they will rise, more often than not, to those expectations. That's the first one. Encourage. second is this care uh, people don't uh, care what you know until they know you care it's been said um, it's really important to care about the people you lead um, there are a lot of selfish um, wannabe leaders out there who have their someday dream and they don't care who they step on uh, and stand on and push down uh, to get there they will climb over their grandmother if necessary to 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 obtain that you know, that fortune or whatever, that's not the kind of leader we want to be, is it? You know, we want to be someone who's an interested listener, someone who brings the best out of people, someone like Simon Cowell. Now, Simon Cowell says that he imagines that everyone he meets has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. Everyone you meet has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. And there's no better way to show love and to make someone feel important than to lavish attention on them. Genuine attention, genuine listening. Um, it's such a powerful thing. When you actually meet someone who is listening to what you're saying and at the appropriate time repeating back, it's called active listening actually, when you repeat back sections, okay, see so what you're telling me, I guess. Have I heard this right? What I, I heard you say just now is this. And when, you, when someone really feels you're interested in what they've got to say and who they are, in what they're about, when, you, when you're using a skill like active listening, when you're repeating back sections, actually those people are, are very rare and are people you seek out and want to spend time with. And there's certainly people you're willing to follow because people don't know, you don't care what you know, don't care what you want to do until they know you care. And, and here people struggle. I have a little tool that I use if I get into a situation of conflict with someone or maybe I am uh, misunderstanding something's not quite going right I have a, a threefold model I use which which I think falls under this banner of caring being a caring leader and it's simply this assume the best hear the struggles ask great questions so if I've fallen out with someone let's say I've heard that someone said something bad about me or a project's going wrong and that person is the cause in my mind I'm not going to immediately assume the worst. I'm not going to immediately assume they're trying to stab me in the back or that they're trying to ruin things or that they're just incompetent. I'm going to assume the best. and sh I'm going to assume competence of them. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to think maybe they're missing some information. Maybe I've miscommunicated. Maybe this is, this is my, my fault here. So I assume the best of that person. I then go into that situation, that meeting, and I start by hearing their struggles. Hey, look, look listen, tell me how you feeling, what's happened from your point of view. When they have finished talking, you can't um, talk your way through a conflict. You have to listen your way through a conflict. So when they've finished talking and they've said everything they have to say, that's when you can begin to ask some, um, some questions that draw out what's happened. So, okay, why, what he's saying is that you were going to get that piece of work done by 
by Tuesday, but then this this family situation happened, and then that happened, and you were ill. Is that is that what I'm hearing right? Yeah, that I mean, that does sound like a that actually sounds like a frustrating situation. I didn't know that was happening. You know, if you show sympathy, you show you're repeating back, you've listened. Um, Dale Carnegie says you can use a phrase like, "Look, I don't blame you for feeling like you do. I'm sure I'd feel the same," or. Look, I'm not right all the time. I'm, I'm often wrong, so I can see how that would happen. You, you use disarming phrases. You make it easy for someone to 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 to, to resolve the conflict with you. And then you might want to ask a, a leading question. So, am I right in thinking that if actually you had a bit more time, or or that actually by next week you could get this done if you didn't do this, this, and this? Would that be right? And they'll say, yeah, or no, or they'll say, yeah, that's fine. I could get that done. Okay, great. Well, I'll tell you what then. Uh, it sounds great. So what's your suggestion for getting this done now so that we don't miss this deadline again? Well, I, I think maybe this. Okay, great. You let other people come up with the suggestions. You don't then go into boss mode, into um, dictator mode. You you said you would get this. Done. I am furious. Do you know who you've let down? Do you know what, Do you know how much stress you've caused me? You just allow them to share the struggles you ask good leading questions that then lead them to a solution. If you can show them the consequences of their actions using a question, then that's half that's half the that's half the battle done. So, you know, how what do you, what effect do you think that's had on the team? That's a consequential question. You're helping them see the consequences of their behavior. And then once they've thought about that, they think actually, yep, you know what? I've just got to say sorry here because I can see that actually you know, you don't ever make an accusation. You always frame things as a question that helps someone see that the reason for what it is you're, you're trying to get them to think about. So if, you, if you've listened to their struggles, you've assumed the best, one. Number two, you've had sympathy, you've heard the struggles. Number three, you're going to ask some good questions that help them see the reasons, help them see the consequences, help them come to their own conclusions. You know, people are more persuaded, Pascal said this, People are more persuaded by the things that they discover for themselves. So the, the the goal of the conversation is for them to discover what went wrong and them to discover a solution moving forwards and to even suggest a solution. You know we've got this deadline. It's already overdue. What do you want to do here? What do, what do you suggest? And then let them come up with it. And, you know, maybe you will end up having to feed them the odd idea, but usually they can come up for it for themselves and all you do then is make them accountable for what they've said okay so what i'm hearing you say is that by next tuesday you can get this done if you if you do this this and this is that right okay let's check in again next tuesday sounds great to me the second word then is to care you encourage and you care and thirdly and this is an interesting one. You won't see it in every leader, but you'll see it in the best leaders. It is humility. It's to be humble. You've encouraged. You're an encourager. You're a caring uh, leader, someone who can see things from the other person's point of view, who avoids arguments, and you want to be humble. Uh, I guess that flows, doesn't it? You want to be totally confident in your own abilities without thinking you're better. Or without putting down anyone else you know focus on the the qualities that qualify you to lead and not on your title and focus on how actually what you do as a leader serves the team a leader isn't um, someone who gets uh, the big title the big pay packet and gets to boss people around a leader is someone who puts in more hours who actually potentially has more sleepless nights a leader is someone who studies harder 
who uh, works harder, who who cares more. It's that person who will go the extra mile. You know, Simon uh, Sinek wrote this great book that eat, leaders eat last. I think it was the Marines that he was studying. And he'd notice how in the mess hall, the junior officers will go first. You know, even if they'd been out on a, you know, 20 mile hike and they were exhausted and they were famished it would be the leaders who eat last because they are modeling something they're modeling preferring others being humble they're modeling putting others first and that's the kind of leader you want to you want to follow isn't it i think i've mentioned it before but barack obama said that you should always be and i love this quote predisposed to other people's power you must be thinking how can i make the people around me do great things how can I give them the tools? How can I get rid of the barriers? How can I coach them? How can I organize them? Good leaders are like sports coaches. They're not there to, to, get, to give orders. They're there as a guide. They're there as someone who can, you can come back to on the edge of the field and say, oh gosh, Darren, I'm struggling right now. I, I, I had it, but I just, I've lost the plot. I've lost the plan here. Can you just remind me what it is we're doing? Can you give me some help? I'm, can, you, can you get me better at this, this skill? this part of the game plan yeah sure 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 we need to do this have you tried that great off you go um you know you want to be a cheerleader and a coach all in one you want to be someone who uh, sends them back on the field with more confidence with with greater skills with a better ability to succeed because when your team succeeds ultimately you succeed final one then it's optimistic organization people need uh, a plan people need to know um, where you're headed and how you're going to get there we've talked a lot about putting plans together so i won't um, dwell too much on that except to say that when you organize when you come up with the with the plan make sure that you also convey the why again simon sinek talks about uh, these three words why how and what a lot of a lot of organizations a lot of groups know what they do most of them know how they do it generally very few know why they do it tell stories that's a way to draw people in make sure you empower people if you want people to have buy-in if you want people to to own the plan that you put together give them a say in it ask them what they think if necessary um, change it make sure that you are genuinely empowering others around you listening to their ideas make what you're doing better by adding the feedback from those in your team i love this quote here from lois frankel today's followers are similar to the followers of past centuries in that they want strong leaders the difference is they also want to participate in the decision making process they want to be recognized for their accomplishments they want autonomy in how they achieve organizational goals so when you give someone a plan don't just say this is it do it you know allow people some space it's been said that you should give people um a field to play in not a lane to run on the idea that you know once you set the goal once you've set the wide overarching plan give people space and autonomy to solve the problems to um, execute the plan in the way that they want to do it no two people execute um, a a task in exactly the same way you set the objective um, you set the what but make sure that the the how uh, there's some room there for them to interpret that. And finally, there's a really powerful 
way of asking someone to do something and I wish I'd learned it 20 years ago so I'm going to share it with you now it's this uh, in not prescribing those solutions because if you prescribe something they'll come back and say your prescription didn't work they'll come back with the reasons why it didn't work so don't prescribe something don't, don't give people orders the phrase you want to use is this have you considered dot 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 have you thought about dot 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 you're assuming the best of them you're assuming they're competent you're assuming that they've thought it through and it's a really soft way to remind people of of something an element that they may or may not have considered so if you say okay well you've done it like that but have you considered doing it like this or have you considered this this factor this issue and if you say oh yeah i have then that's great if they say oh no i hadn't considered that then that's just a gentle way of just steering what it is they're doing without them feeling like you are pushing them around. So a lovely phrase there. Have you considered, have you thought about? Really, really powerful, empowering phrase. Okay, so that was the Sunday Arrival podcast. Um, so just remember that ultimately a leader's role is to humbly serve, to organise, to care, to be encouraging. You're not there to strong arm people uh, or to get them thinking you're superior or better or special. You're there to, to help them achieve um, a greater goal. A boss pushes people around, a leader models it. They get out in front, they go, they go first if it's tough and, and if, it's, if it's something like a meal, they go last. Thanks so much for listening. Please do remember to subscribe, um, to like, to share, and it's great to have your comments as well. Um, and until the next time, make someday today.